0: back to the first rose podcast and boy um austin this was a this was quite the doozy for uh villains
1: so yeah this is a a coming out party for a few people um but it's good to be back man week three i think we're doing well i think we're up to a couple thousand subscribers now on 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 the podcast so we're growing we're growing fast. The people want to hear our voices, Saran. We are the voices of reason for <laughs> Bachelor Nation. So I'm just happy to be here with you, man.
0: Yeah, tens of thousands of subscribers. Right. right. <laughs> so I guess so for really two people, the the villain arc started and then instantly ended in the span of one episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I think it got off to a hot start, and I love when there's multiple group dates in an episode because it's just a recipe for drama. And, um, I think the main villain, at least we knew from last week as well, um, was going to be Peter, and we saw that very quickly in the first group date. And he's just fun to pick on, man. And Will knows that, Will knows he's fun to pick on. And those two just have a crazy dynamic that it's just you know it's just going to be messy. And it did get messy for sure. Um, but I will say, you know, Will. I, I think we talked about it last week too. I think I might have said it where you know Will's involvement with Peter will ultimately be his demise as well. And we saw it tonight um, towards the end when he like was the last person I think to get a rose. But um, I give him props, man. He stepped into that. Um, that spinny thing, that spinny machine. When I, mean, I didn't think he could handle it, I could not handle that. But listen, he faced his fear, so props to that guy. That was a big moment for him.
0: Yeah, I, I've actually been in one of those, and oh. it's not as bad. It's not as bad, at least to me. It's not as bad as what Will was like making it out to be. Really? Before he went in there, he looked like he was about to shit himself. Yeah, he looked sick. <laughs> Yeah. It was. It's like it's not that bad,
1: honestly. Really? What's it called? What's that thing called?
0: It's like a a zero gravity or g force or something like yeah. that machine. Like
1: it doesn't look fun, though, though, man. Like it just. I'm not great. Like I'm fine in roller coasters and stuff, but if you put me on like spinny rides a lot, that can just that could ruin my day. I could get very just woozy, and that just did not look fun. Like I feel like, I'm surprised no one threw up. I really thought it was going to be like a throw-up episode where a bunch of people threw up afterwards, but I guess I don't know how long they were actually inside that zero-gravity machine, I guess.
0: Yeah, the the edit made it seem like it was maybe like a minute, but yeah, yeah. I feel like they may have had to do, like, multiple takes.
1: Yeah. Probably. So they had to keep doing it. Yeah. Probably. Um, I think they... I guess the more I think about it, too, I think they fit a lot into this episode. Um, I think they did edit a lot of the group dates specifically. Because I feel like if they wanted to, if they needed more content, they definitely could have drawn out that scene, but also the scene where they... Fought each other afterwards too, and like the balance beam or whatever they were on. Like usually, like the show loves to create the drama of matchups between two people, and they draw it out, and they stop at a commercial break to draw the suspense. And they just didn't do that. It was kind of very quick. I thought it was going to be a big Royal Rumble between Will and Peter, and that ended in like fifteen seconds. And that's
0: because that's because Will just absolutely manhandled Pete.
1: Yeah, it's just like it was just. (laughs) <laughs> the what looks around I mean Peter, like that man just stinks. He's just a loser. He's just an absolute loser. Um, and he's just so just sensitive and he looks like he's from Jersey, but he has a pizza place in Florida. He's just hes all over the place, but um, I think that was a, kind of a funny way to start the episode for sure.
0: and I, I love how when after the group date, they go back, and Pete and Will are arguing with each other. It was mainly just Pete, just yeah. calling himself the big dog. <laughs> but <laughs> I love how every other guy just sitting there in the middle of the argument is just like looking. I think it was Joe who was sitting in the middle.
1: Yeah, it was like you you just... know, I think it might have been like Joe or Nick. I think it was. I think it was Nate. Nate. I feel like Nate always finds himself in the middle of those scenarios where he just kind of chills and just like watches. I actually like Nate a lot. I think this episode, he's probably my favorite guy this season. I think he's just super chill and like, I think he handles the situations really well. And you saw it too at the end. Um, and I won't skip ahead too far, but, um, with Jamie, like he was always lurking around the corner in the camera. Like, like, he always gets his facial expressions in. I think in that scenario too with, um, Peter and Will, like he just kind of lurked in the middle and just watched it happen and kind of instigated the questions a little bit and um, I, I think he's pretty funny and w- one quote as well that I thought was pretty funny with Peter was <laughs> he was talking to Will and he's like I'm changing lives one slice at a time and it was this dude come <laughs> on. that was horrible and then after Peter met with Michelle and came back and it was kind of awkward and I don't know who asked if it was, I don't know who asked, but like, how you feeling? Because it was after he threw Will's coat in the pool. And Peter said, he's like, I feel great. Like, like me and Michelle, like, like how, how can't you feel great? And they're like, nah, bro, we don't want to hear that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they were, like, obviously they, they were talking about, like, how are you feeling about what you just did to Will? But of course he tried to make it about him and Michelle anyway. I thought that was, that was pretty funny. I love how everybody was calling him Pete. Like, yeah. Like
0: before he threw Will's jacket in the pool, everybody was calling him Pete. And yeah. then when he got back from throwing it in the pool, and they they asked him. They instantly switched tones to like disappointed parents. So like, what did yeah. you do, Peter? Yeah. Like they called him Peter.
1: That's a good that's that's funny actually. <laughs> uh I don't like him at all.
0: <laughs> well he's gone now so you don't have to deal with him but yeah, we'll he's, get into that later he's
1: someone, he's someone who's made for made for paradise and he'll find no love on paradise like he's just like he's primed just to go to paradise for like a week and just
0: oh yeah, he's just get disappointed so yeah, he's perfect for bachelor in paradise we'll see him again 100%. he is perfect I think Jamie's perfect for it too
1: oh uh, yeah I mean he's almost yeah he's almost yeah he's co it nicely as well.
0: Yeah, and I think Will is a little too sensitive. Why why are you crying over your jacket being thrown in a pool?
1: Yeah, that was kind of I was like, "Come on, dude!" I just said it, <laughs> it. was kind of weird to watch. Like, why
0: are you crying? You're a grown man crying over your jacket pants. The- yeah, cause
1: like, I, like he was sitting down, or then he like stood up, and I saw the tears in his eyes. I was, I was like, "No way!" This guy's gonna <laughs> cry over the jacket. And then I think when he was walking to the room, he was saying like, "It's more than just a jacket. It represents me and Michelle's journey of I'm not gonna give up." And I was like, "Oh my god!"
0: This no is it's
1: just a jacket. The dramatics. <laughs> the dramatics they make for this show, it's just, it's too much. So, I mean, he's just not, Will's just not going to make it far. I mean, if you're that, even though he wasn't as invested in this as, as Peter was, I feel like if you have that sort of personality where you just put a lot of your time arguing with another guy and that's where your focus is, even though Peter's gone now, it's just, he's not, he's just not going to make it far. I think mean, because his days are numbered for sure. Um but I I'm glad. I'm glad Peter got sent home and I got a kind of smack in the face as he left out too. So he'll hopefully he learned a lesson a little bit about not being a jerk on live TV. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I guess my early picks just are not going the way I thought.
1: Yeah. Listen, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I said
0: last week that Jamie was gonna. I, I said Jamie was gonna make it to the final like three. Obviously, not happening.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me and me and Acorn tried to tell you, man. We tried to tell you, like Acorn. He watched the the season before or a couple seasons ago, and you just know, man. Like if. If you're doing shady stuff this early, like, you just know you're not going to make it. And props to Michelle, like, she she called it out, and she really didn't give him a chance to – she gave him, I guess, a little bit of a chance to kind of explain his reasoning. But, I mean, I think she picked up on it very quickly that he's just not a good guy to be around. And I think the producers helped us realize that as well with the, with the kind of sliding away clip of – him escaping the group night and talking to the other producer about how Michelle is on like a spring break trip. It feels like, and how she's giving other guys attention. And that was kind of a nod to us telling us that, yeah, he's just not a good dude. Um, And maybe a little bit of foreshadowing that he wasn't going to last long anyway. So um, that guy also stinks. He's just not a good dude. (laughs) And it was just really, he was – you could tell how super uncomfortable he was too when the guys were interrogating him. And he was just like – he was – you could tell like how much he was lying because he was making no eye contact. He was looking at the ceiling the entire time. And his facial expressions, i they had to have driven Michelle like crazy. Like when, yeah. she, when she was confronting him in front of the guys, like he was just like making faces as if it was like Michelle was talking nonsense. You know what I mean? It was just disrespectful I thought.
0: Yeah, and I was I was watching his facial expressions as he was... One, as the guys were um, confronting him about it. And two, when he was talking to Michelle um, afterwards. And you can see on his face, like, he was holding back a smile. Yeah. And I don't know if that was, like, just, like, a coping mechanism for him like oh you got like you caught me in a lie like i'm just going to just smile or if it was i don't care like this is all funny to me
1: yeah i just i don't know and this episode was really it was a lot of it was about was about him too and just kind of just setting up his character for the episode and and going back to the poet section, like the the session of the show where like, he said, Oh, I lost my books. So I'm going to tell you a story. Like that was just the weirdest thing. And I hated it. Like it just made no sense. And it kind of pissed me off because like these guys wrote <laughs> great poems and he's just trying to overdo them by doing something different and which made no sense. It was just so dumb. And I think, I don't know who said it, but he was like, and Jamie was giving us like a Ted talk or like, I don't know if he wants to become like a leader of a cult or what. It was just like it was just a super weird moment and it's just Jamie was exposed in multiple ways tonight, that he is just not the guy. Not the guy.
0: Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't the only one exposed, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. Facts. I mean ex- exposed in the literal sense. Right. <laughs> right. Um uh, right. but that that story that Jamie was telling, like in the at the beginning when he's like, there's a little girl walking through the woods. I, th- I kind of thought he was like, is he about to tell Little Red Riding Hood? Like, <laughs> is is that what he's about to? Is yeah. a remix version of that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was just weird. And I guess another going back to my point earlier too about them kind of breezing through the group dates. I feel like everything's being rushed. Like it just, I know just guys referring to past seasons, like there is almost every season, especially when there's a Bachelorette, there's a episode group date where they write a poem or the guys write a song or they write like just words of love about the Bachelorette and the camera, like there's behind the scenes of the guys writing this, their thought processes. And, the guest, in this case, it was the one poet, guy. I don't remember his name, but he would visit each person and kind of get their thoughts. And um, then we would hear almost every person's individual poem. And we really didn't get that at all. And like, it just, it's very, a lot of it's being rushed, I feel like. And it's kind of unfortunate because a lot of the focus, like I said, was on Jamie compared to the other guys. And um, Saran, help me out. What's the, What's the guy's name, one of the contestants that was super hyped when he saw the poet guy standing in the room? Do you remember which guy that was? Uh, that do not remember at all. He, he looks like Dax Shepard. It's that one. Uh, but, like, <laughs> that was number one. I thought it was kind of weird that, like, out of all the people, how did how was he a big fan of a poet like that? You know what I mean? Like, what are the odds that he knows this this poet guy, he's super hyped for him, which was cool for him. But I was like, that's kind of crazy. But two, like, I wanted to hear his poem. Like this guy, like, if he was he was hyped to see this professional poet dude, and then you could tell there's a snippet of him giving a poem when it was his turn. He was like, I don't know if he caught it, but he was like going to town. He was like passionate, and we got like three seconds of it. But I wish we could have had more. I wish we, I, don't know, I wish we could have got more. I don't know little bits of what everyone else was saying. It just, I was a little upset about it, but um, I guess that's the way some of these group dates are going.
0: It's funny how you say that that it seems rushed, but these are still two-hour episodes, which I feel like they they shouldn't be two hours. You can easily condense this show down to an hour. Hour yeah. 30, maybe.
1: Yeah, it just feels like it's missing something. I get, I'm going to say it needs to be longer, but I feel like, they're they're taking out content for different content that doesn't matter. I feel like a lot of the drama and I don't know. I'm just I don't even think about it. I I just feel like something is there's not there's not as so much detail. I don't know as much about like in my like I told you before we hopped on. I feel like there's only three takeaways I had. There were any like moments for like I don't know beyond talking about Jamie, talking about Peter, and even I guess talking about Rodney. And I guess beyond that, like. Did 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 any of the show else really matter at all? Not really.
0: Yeah, even the I don't know, like even the Rodney thing, you can kind of yeah, like skip over really.
1: Yeah, just even though like
0: the one highlight I got out of that out of that Rodney date was just him turning back the whole tasting blindfolded food test. On back on her, and right. then the whole uh, Michelle making him run around the house naked,
1: right? Yeah, that was a uh, quite the moment, and that, that <laughs> seems to happen a lot <laughs> when there's a bachelorette, and on Twitter, at least that I see it's like people are still kind of surprised they let them do this because. They're, um, cause like the guys don't really have a choice. You know what I mean? Like they're they're not going to say no. You know what I mean? But if they're like, sometimes it happens in a group date setting where like the guys are forced to strip down. It's like, like <laughs> it's uncomfortable. You can't say no. And it kind of puts that pressure on them. So I'm, some people actually don't like that at all from this show, but they continue to do it and it is what it is. But um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Ronnie's like, like I saw you tweeted too and I agree with you like he's a nice guy but he's not the guy you know what I mean you just know he's not like, he's a friend yeah he gives guy,
0: so. yeah he gives me big friend zone energy yeah so and this is coming from a guy who's been in a friend zone before so I, Dang. Know
1: him. Dang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean it was a while ago I mean I think every guy has I mean has, I think every guy has been put in a friend zone before hey, not me
1: no, i'm kidding whether you know it or not i'm like, kidding yeah yeah we've all been there um yeah rodney's that dude he just doesn't know it yet unfortunately yeah, he, i mean he's real nice guy yeah
0: but i think that's like see nothing else in him other than that
1: yeah and i think for his sake of the staying on the show i think it's good for him that he had a one-on-one this early because it's going to buy him a couple more weeks. You know what I mean? Cause he developed a relationship to the point where she knows that he can be trusted. He's a good guy and he's someone safe to keep on as long as she wants. You know what I mean? Like she, she would have no reason to send him home for the next three roses unless he does something stupid. You know, what I yeah. mean? So he's kind of in a safe bubble, not for the sake of winning the show, but just being a character for the next three, four weeks. You know what I mean? So he's, He'll be here for a little while, but nothing more beyond that. Yeah, I also feel like he can easily like slip back into the background. Oh, hundred percent, which is I think you're right. I think that's probably what's gonna happen too, is like he had his airtime, he had his you know, camera time as a one on one. And what typically happens too with early one on ones, they don't get a one on one again unless they make it to like the final four where they get their second one on one. So like he's gonna on group dates. He's gonna fade away. I think you're right. So I, I don't know how much more we'll see of Rodney, and he may slip away slowly throughout yeah. the
0: season. He's definitely a guy that, like, five episodes from now, you'll you'll go like he's
1: still here, I right? He was at home a while ago, right? 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 That's funny.
0: And Jamie, when Jamie was talking to the producer about michelle treating this like a spring break and and he feels michelle is like doing the whole i think i could find my husband here which i kind of think i mean statistically he is right but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i, I mean, know i know the producer was just sitting there like yes keep talking
1: <laughs> keep yeah, talking dude. Yeah, dude, that's like gold. That is gold material. <laughs> and I think what we may saw too. I don't know if this is the case, but again, we I feel like we said these every every episode that you brought up. I think each contestant probably has their own producer, and that was probably his producer. He pulled along. You know what I yeah. mean? Like someone yeah. who's, who's comfortable and comfortable enough to be with to say that too. You know what I mean? So I'm sure they yeah. they build trust when you shouldn't build trust with a producer because you know what they're gonna do with the information.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I know I know. Sh- the producer is sitting there like, oh, I'm going to get a fat paycheck for this.
1: Yeah. That's that's actually really funny. Um, I mean, I guess you are right statistically. I mean, he's not wrong, but that's also like, if you're Jamie, like, you know what you're going into when you sign up for the show. So, like, why are you surprised, right? So, like, his point makes sense, but it doesn't because that's exactly the concept of the show. You know what I mean? Like, you're supposed to be outnumbered 30 to one. If you're the bachelorette, like you're meant to explore different like relationships. And um, that's why I kind of think Jamie's a fraud. And I think he's a jerk and he just did not, he just, I'm just glad he's gone. I couldn't stand him really.
0: After a strong,
1: it. after a strong first week, right? A strong first week and a half. Yeah. Beginning of episode want- two, he was solid. Then after that, just, just direct downhill spiral.
0: I wanted him to stay so bad. Like I think he was like the perfect villain.
1: Yeah. He just played his cards too soon, I feel like. <laughs> like literally <laughs> he unleashed his entire like villain strategy in like one episode and it was too much for people to handle.
0: And now that I think about it, they I mean I get why they put it in there, but they could have left the whole him talking to the producer
1: out. Yeah, no, for sure. I think, like kind of what I said earlier, they're, they're trying to they foreshadow quite a bit, and, and they also they like to create villains that the audience can hate, that the audience can obviously talk about on Twitter. And so that was a great moment to expose a villain that people are starting not to like and to confirm for people at home that this is a guy you probably shouldn't like. So it was one reason for that, but also just to... It's a great Twitter moment, too, that I'm sure people ate up.
0: Yeah. Well, I like them. So, but I, I'm, I'm a guy who likes the villains over the heroes. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me one bit. <laughs> <laughs> villains are much more interesting
1: than superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I bet you're a big, like, like, obviously, superheroes have their movies, but like the villain backstory movies. I'm sure those, I mean, those are cool movies in my opinion, but I'm sure you just eat those up like whenever they're made yeah like i'm
0: a i'm a big batman fan but the joker is like my favorite
1: did you see the joker was that did i see that with you i know i saw it with harrison acorn were you there too or no No, i was not there gotcha because i remember we saw that when i at least was in atlanta but um that was a pretty solid movie and that's uh Did you like that movie? Sort of a side conversation, but did you like The Joker? I liked it, yeah. Gotcha. I liked it as his own
0: thing. Right. I don't think it would have worked in the in the context of like an actual Batman movie, but yeah. By itself it was it was pretty good. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Cool. And then I still and I still don't get how the guys didn't know that it was Jamie who talked to Michelle.
1: Yeah, I think I think what this showed too is they didn't even suspect him either. Like they were so surprised to hear it was Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just, it was like it's so obvious. Like it's Jamie. Yeah, I mean, I guess he, he really must have been putting up a huge front, like a huge just wall to where he was super fit to the guys it had to have been you know what i mean like for the, for everyone to not even suspect him and just to be that surprised and like i'm saying i think everything happened so fast like his downfall happened literally at the snap of a finger to the point where the guys turned on him for good reason immediately and jamie kept digging himself a hole and it was game over Like everything just got derailed so fast. Yeah,
0: and if if you're gonna be a a villain, you you gotta know how to lie. Yeah, like you gotta play. Like as soon as he was confronted about it, he just like, well, that's it. Yeah. Well,
1: I guess if you think about it too, like there's been a lot of obviously a lot of villains in Bachelor Bachelorette history, and I think Jamie had the potential to be. You know, one of those top villains, but is he considered one of the biggest villain bus? I mean, he really just like to go home episode three like this. I feel like it was I don't know, maybe it's a conversation that needs to be had. He's just a big disappointment as a villain. He had the potential and just just choked. He choked big time.
0: Yeah. Now there are no more villains. Yeah. Pete's gone. Well, not, Jamie's gone.
1: Not that we see. They always come out of nowhere. They will always pop up. And as we saw in at least the preview a little bit, it looks like Nate and who's table guy again? Is it Randy? Rick. Rick. <laughs> I can never get his name. Um, Nate and Rick kind of get into a little bit of a pushing match. So drama's going to break out and, and once the, the guys dwindle down and number a little bit too, the pressure rise, it rises overall and tensions get high between the guys. So villains will arise, Saran, don't you worry. But I think Jamie was a nice dark horse villain that just died too soon.
0: Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, out of all the guys left, I don't see who would be the villain. Yeah. I feel like any villain from now on would be kind of forced.
1: Yeah, hopefully not. I don't know though. I mean I'm trying to think about it too. I mean there really aren't any like bad guys, I guess, on the show that could make a lasting impact. I think I guess maybe you could consider Will, I guess, because he was involved in some drama, but he's gonna go home soon. Um I don't know. I guess much about there still isn't much about Clayton out in this. Yeah, game. that's it's that's so what good. I was thinking. I I see Clayton as yeah. Clayton could be a villain, but
0: yeah. I feel like Clayton as a villain would be very like high school jock. Like Right. Right. Like he's like the real like stereotypical. Yeah. And I feel like that wouldn't really work.
1: Yeah. Um so,
0: but nobody else on this list I see as like an
1: actual villain. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see. I, I, it's, it's, I think we're, we're going to learn a lot about the guys too. Now that that drama's out of the way. I think getting both Jamie and Peter out of the way is kind of big for the development of the other guys and different storylines. So I think next week, week four, is going to be a big one just to see what kind of route the show is going to go down. Um, If it is going to be an introduction of a new villain or if it's going to be, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of different ways they could go that they got that first chapter out of the way. Um, It's going to kind of pave the way, I think, for the rest of the season, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, and...
0: Man... Really, actually, you know what they could do? I'm saying they like, uh, who my kind of producers are coaching cool, you know. them, but <laughs> they could, they could turn Joe into a villain.
1: Yeah, I could see it. Like, I
0: think that would be more interesting.
1: Yeah, and one thing too, I guess, is interesting is. Joe's st- like I feel like no one's questioning Joe about the story. You know what I mean? Like they, again they brought it up about yeah. Michelle's in the bar with someone, it could be Joe, but like no one has ever addressed <laughs> it. It still has never been denied by either Michelle or Joe. So like what like I feel like that's an obvious question to ask and it's still not addressed. And like Yeah,
0: Joe. It, Joe is like that Simpsons meme where Homer just like slides back into the bushes
1: yes yeah and that's i mean i don't know i mean i don't think it was true that it was joe but the fact that they haven't even addressed that it wasn't yet in two episodes is kind of i don't know it's it's kind of weird kind of sus i'll say it i'm i don't really i don't know what to think about it so he may be a villain and it may come up again maybe next episode or in a few weeks but um i don't know i think A lot can happen. So maybe Joe. I feel like Nate's a good guy. I feel like Nate, I don't know if he would be a villain, but maybe. um, Maybe Rick. Maybe your boy Rick. Possibly.
0: Rick is too. I feel like Rick is. I feel like Rick is a clingy guy. Yeah. Like every time I see. Every time they show him on camera, like the look on his face is just like this. (laughs) <laughs> like this scared, lost kid. That's true. It's like, I just want to be around Michelle.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. And, Nate, and, and from the reactions on Twitter, I,
1: everybody loves Nate. Yeah, I like Nate a lot. I, Nate. I'm starting to like Nate, too. Yeah, I mean, he just seems like a very normal normal guy with a lot of common sense about a hand of situations. Like, even when he was... Talk would confronted Jamie, and Jamie started bringing up the episodes and what the viewers would see. And he's like, "What are you talking about? Dude? Like, why are we talking about episodes right now?" And he's very composed when Peter and Will were arguing. He's kind of funny. You he, think he's a good personality for the show to have, and I think he's a good person to root for for a lot of people. Um, he's very mature, and it looks like he has a lot of fun with Michelle too. Like when they ran outside together and. And I had that cool moment, so um, I, I would like to see him as my number one, I think, for now. Um, I still think it's him and Joe as a one two punch for my top two people to probably win the win Michelle's heart at the end of the end of it, but um, big fan of Nate. Nate with the Y. <laughs> I think I've I know,
0: especially last week, I was on the Joe train. Pretty hard, but i th- I think Nate convinced me Mhm, Nate's my number one now,
1: wow, dude, you switched so much in one week. Are you kidding? you said Joe's name like fifty times last week of how much you <laughs> him. It took you one week to dethrone your king. Are you serious
0: yeah. Wow. Nate, Nate's my favorite now. Wow, like so much, so much so that if I actually had to put money on it, I would put money on Nate and not Joe,
1: dude. Wow, last week we should go back and watch some footage. Joe, <laughs> you, know, playing, you had Jamie going far, and in one week everything has changed. So, and you know what?
0: This this may be the kiss of death for Nate by me saying that. Yeah. He's my favorite because now he might go
1: home next week. Yeah. It's, it's like the Grim Reaper meme where he's like going through the doors. Have you seen that one? No. Have you seen that or no? I haven't. Rip. Damn. Um, <laughs> I was going to make a fu- never mind. Never. Just forget I said that. Forget I said it. I mean, I may <laughs> have seen it, but just forgot. Yeah. Forgotten about it. Well, It's one where like the Grim Reaper, like he's holding his little weapon and he's like knocking on doors. And the doors in front of him are bloody because he like I guess killed the people beforehand, but it was like it'd be a meme where like you were talking about Jamie and Joe and each then you switch the next week and now you don't think they're gonna win. And now Jamie's off the show and just scrap this part. This is a this is a horrible segment for me. Scrap this, <laughs> Saran, scrap this. I'm going nowhere. I'm talking in circles. I'm flustered.
0: No, uh, nothing gets cut. Uh, they are not cutting anything. This is tough, especially uh, considering how late I had to stay up last week yeah. to edit this. But
1: uh, I'm sorry for that. Let's <laughs> just change the subject. It's fine, but it is uh,
0: it is Katy Thurston month. Is it actually? I'm I'm renaming November because you know you know what November is, don't you?
1: I think I know what you're getting at. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's so I'm renaming. I'm not going to say it. But I get the joke. I get the yeah, joke. I'm renaming this month to Katie
1: Thurston month. I get the reference. So we'll leave it for the <laughs> for the listeners, to pick up on it. But yeah, um, I think you know actually you, you
0: may, you, but you but, may um, not want to Google that, or at least click on images when you Google that. Yes. But.
1: <laughs> no images. Don't <laughs> click on images. Just use context clues. And you'll be all right. But speaking of Katie, her and Blake are no longer together. So I think I saw that.
0: Wow. Yeah. But I didn't pay any attention because, yeah, well, as you know, I am new to the Bachelor, Bachelor yeah. universe.
1: Saran, so, I don't know if it's on Hulu, but I think you should watch that season. I think you'd like it. In terms of drama and the quality of dudes, I think last season was maybe one of my favorites. I think there's... A lot of good people in it, a lot of villains and um I think I knew and people knew once Katie chose Blake, there's no way it would have lasted. It was Blake felt like a second option and I'm not too surprised, but uh, I don't know. So that was interesting news to see. But I don't know what's gonna happen to Katie now if she's gonna enter back into the bachelor portal and maybe go on paradise or that's what becca did in paradise she came back as the bachelorette so she kind of broke that ceiling for people (laughs) so (laughs) you never know anymore i mean at the same
0: time is it all that surprising because once again the statistics
1: yeah i mean that's true i mean she also could have picked three other guys in that season she would have been happily married i guarantee it but she picked the one guy that was just it was a short-term love and you just knew it you knew it was and there's so many there were like two other dudes or three other dudes that gosh man i know if she would have picked them they would have been just perfectly fine you just know like they, like, they were great dudes ran and i'm like i'm not just saying that like these were just great guys that meant well there for the right reasons and she just she wanted a short term love and now it's confirmed short term love it's over so it is what it is
0: yeah but I think I don't know if I can add another season like bachelorette season cause I still still been meaning to watch the bachelorette Australia
1: right oh you didn't do that yet
0: I haven't done it yet I keep meaning to but life gets in the way. yeah. But I think this weekend I will start watching The Bachelor at Australia because that, like I said, the first episode, that just
1: seems like a way more interesting
0: season to me.
1: Right. Right. Um, I just sent you a text of the Grim Reaper meme I was talking about. Since you're not going to scrap it, I might as well try to save my ass on this comment. Um... <laughs> Did you see the the picture or no?
0: Yeah, it just came through.
1: So it's like imagine if you put like Jamie's name and then Joe's name on those doors and it's like you're going to each one and each time you say their names in an episode like it turns out you don't like them the next week so Nate's going to be in this most upcoming door because you said Nate's name. He's going to be like yeah, next <laughs> week. He's next.
0: He's been marked for death. So
1: Poor explanation on my part, but I'm trying to save myself. But um uh, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Atlanta Braves are winning seven nothing in the World Series live as we record this. So they very well very well may have a parade saran in your home city um, next week.
0: Well, Atlanta is not my home city.
1: Well, it is now. That's where you live. So, <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's where I live, but it is
1: not. For the listeners, it's your home city. And,
0: and and to be, let me make this clear
1: I really don't care about Atlanta Sports. Wow.
0: It makes no difference to me whether the Braves win or lose.
1: Wow. It's a World Series, though. That's an excuse to go to a parade. Don't you like parades, Saran? Not when they're of teams I don't care about. It's not about the team, it's about uniting a city Saran, inspiring generations inspiring the youth to get outside and play sports teamwork this change. might get me in tr-
0: this might get me in trouble but I really don't care about Atlanta all that much oh why like the first opportunity I get I'm booking it out of here
1: why where are you going I don't
0: know i always wanted to live in a on a in a nice lake house
1: yeah you, know? you didn't you don't strike me as a lake house guy,
0: well, not really a lake house, like I want to live in a cabin right, okay, but not in the middle of the woods, kinda like
1: on the edge of the woods, kind of like what Thanos lived in exactly yeah, sure. okay,
0: but I want it to be. Near the ocean, so when i I can look at, I can sit on my porch and like just look out onto the ocean.
1: Gotcha, mm. that's my dream. Does it matter what state you're in or no? I've actually
0: have been looking for like little cabins, and I found a few in Washington in Oregon, so you're thinking of moving, yes, no way. Within the next five years, I will be, I have everything planned out,
1: too. Like Washington I'm a, State? Yes. That's a quite a leap. Yeah. Gonna, you know, Saran, it's not, the weather isn't hot up there.
0: I don't mind the code. I'm from Chicago. I don't mind the code.
1: Uh, <laughs> tell you what, man, I'm. I'm trying to go to get some warm weather five years. That's, that's my hopes. Somewhere warm. Washington, man, it's rainy, it's cold, it's gray a lot, I feel like. But listen, man, if you find a lake house that works for you, you'll be Thanos sitting on the sitting on a rocking chair just yeah. you know, counting I have, the stones.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have everything planned I like. I'm going I'm to get a shotgun for the bears. There it is. And I'm going to get a dog to warn me about the bears. What kind of dog? I don't know yet. I just need a dog that will bark at the sight of a bear. Why are you so concerned uh, about bears? Because I think that's the
1: only threat in the woods. Are bears in Washington? There are bears
0: in Washington, though. 100%. It yeah, looks like it. A dog? Washington,
1: bark? Is home- Washington is home to both grizzly bears and black bears. That's not those are some, your your dog would get smacked. I know. Nope.
0: I'm gonna train that dog to like look when you see a bear, keep your distance, bark. As soon as I hear the dog bark, I'm grabbing my shotgun and I'm shooting.
1: Oof. Hmm. Well, that's uh, that'd be kind of fun. Living. Do you have a, a woman in mind or just living on your own?
0: whatever woman it will be willing to, to deal with wow a, a, a dog barking at bears and me shooting bears so
1: you are open to it then yeah of course all right ladies listening to the podcast saran is looking for a nice woman to move to washington state in a cabin in the middle of the woods it sounds a little creepy. It's join, not the middle of the woods. It's join Saran in a, in a cabin living life in the middle of the woods with no cellular connection with a shotgun and a dog. It's not the middle of
0: the woods. It's Nothing on the to edge of the of woods. Folks.
1: Nothing to be afraid <laughs> of. Just join Saran in the woods. Don't worry about it. No questions it's on the asked. Edge of the woods. All right. And plus, you get a nice ocean view. So, you know. Ocean front view. Pacific Ocean view. They got some whales up there, right? I feel yeah, there's
0: whales on the coast of on the Pacific coast, yeah.
1: yeah. Alright, well, maybe it doesn't sound too bad. That's good isn't, enough. That, isn't that the that's the logo for Pacific Life? Pacific it's a whale life. and water. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So I think it's uh it would be cool. It's a good idea. Yeah. A good idea. I know, I know
0: this has gotten like off the topic of tonight's episode. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess yeah, we could end it there. <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> that's the <laughs> well, that's the end of uh this week's episode. Um you can follow the podcast on Twitter at the first road rose pod. I did it again. I did this in the first episode I said the first road. Instead of a yeah.
1: yeah. It's all right. I mean, Saran's been doing a nice job tweeting. He's um, getting some love, um, a few likes in some of the tweets. He's, he's pretty funny, guys. So I definitely give it a follow. Um, it, it's a fun live tweeter to, to kind of follow along as the episode's going on. So um, give it a follow. And um, I think we have five followers on Twitter. So. Yeah you know, it's five more than we had three weeks ago, so it <laughs> can only go up. <laughs> I just looked at the
0: statistics for um, each of our episodes, and we had some viewers in Canada, and I said viewers, but listeners.
1: Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. like no
0: There were some in Canada. There were some overseas, too, like what? in Germany and in uh, England.
1: No, so you're yeah. lying.
0: Yeah, we're Mr. Worldwide,
1: you know. dude. This is a, this is a worldwide podcast. Do we have any <laughs> listeners in America, though? Yes, we do. Okay, none on the West Coast; all on the East Coast. Listen, yeah, I mean, I guess it is what it is. But listen, we're a worldwide podcast. I did not know that. I need to step up my game. <laughs> this is this changes everything. Yeah, shout out to my
0: Canadians and my Germans. I need to and my English folk.
1: Yeah, I need to just be more relatable to people across the world. I was thinking of just just of myself. I was thinking about myself of how I can be relatable to you, Saran, but I need to think of other people as well. I need to think about people in Germany who listen to this who just don't know me. You know what I mean? There's so much we can talk about Saran. Right? <laughs> what <laughs> what German stuff can we talk about? I don't know. I need to I need research. I need to do research on it. We need to connect with our listeners. I I had no idea. I had no idea. Now we know. This is a worldwide podcast and we're changing the world one episode at a time. Shout out to Peter for that quote that I just stole. <laughs> but I
0: wonder if that I wonder if whoever's in Germany listening to this is my ex-girlfriend.
1: I forgot about her.
0: She lives in Germany now. I forgot so. about
1: her. Wow, that's. Just, that was a core memory from Atlanta. I just remembered. <laughs> I haven't even told her about this podcast, so. She's probably stalking you, Saran. I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I don't remember your name, but don't stalk Saran like this. <laughs> no, that's fine. She's not stalking me. I remember. Never mind. <laughs> um, that's cool though. I mean, maybe this her from Germany. If not, Mr. or Miss from Germany, give us a follow on Twitter. Let us know what you're watching, you know, to make the connection to say, listen, we enjoy the pots. That's all you got to say. And she um, can be that person from Germany that we know and love. So shout out to you in Canada as well. I think you said England as well. Yep. Allo Govna. That's a little, that's too much. That's that was too, too much. much. That's too much. See That's what we a whole, don't whole want British to... accent too. <laughs> it's okay. We're learning how to get there, so we will see. Is there a way to see on Spotify like how many like subscribers or followers we have? Like for mine, or can only you see that?
0: I mean I can send you the login details and you can see it, but Okay. That's fine. I, I was s- just wondering. I mean I can send it to you, it's not,
1: you know. Dang. All I right. feel like you should have that information anyway. So, you're good with the technical stuff, so I'm good either way. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right, that sounds good. I wonder what time it is when we, when we release the podcast in Germany. I'm assuming it's I do it Wednesday it. morning, so
0: it should it should be what early afternoon for
1: though a little lunchtime snack. A little lunch listener, maybe late afternoon or evening, maybe dinner. I don't know. I don't know the time the time diff, but maybe it's the right home from work, Sarin. Maybe we are just entertaining the right home from work, you know, stressful day at the job. Hey, let's put on the first rose pod, says our German friend. Just listens us talk about finding love in Bachelor Nation. Yeah. We're changing lives, Sarin. That's what we're doing.
0: I don't know about all that. That's true. Or you could uh, read our non bachelor thoughts um, on Twitter. I am at the brat, the Brad Pitt, the White Brad Pitt. <laughs>
1: That's D A White Brad Pitt.
0: And Austin, where can we find you?
1: Yep, I'm at. Towns, T-O-W-N-S 22 on Twitter. So give me to follow. I will follow back.
0: Yes, and, I'm, and Austin, I need to hook up on those Cleveland Cavaliers City jerseys. Dude, aren't they nice? Those yes, are they nice, are. Dude. They are nice. You know, I like the, the Sixers are my favorites, but I do like yeah, the Cavaliers. that so. look
1: nice, dude. Come up to Cleveland, man. Harrison texted me. Like two weeks ago saying he might fly up to Cleveland. I'm like, all right, dude, let's go! Santa wants to see a Cavs game, so maybe hop on the plane with him. Let's come out to a Cavs game. I could get you tickets and stuff, and I could um, head out together and see a game.
0: I could. I do have family in Dayton, so.
1: Oh, do you actually? Oh yeah. It's a little far away, but.
0: It's a I mean, yeah, but you know. three hours down state. True. 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 Maybe I can stop over in my true hometown, Chicago.
1: <laughs> there you go. That sounds good.
0: And the only baseball team that matters is the White Sox. Okay.
1: That's it. <laughs> well, that's the nice this podcast. It is over. We're yeah, done. That. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> officially ended.
0: it. <laughs> <laughs>